Today is a very, very special day. If you are a kid, or if you are a millennial, and if you give a crap about these type of things, today is my daughter Presley's birthday. So happy birthday, honey. It's a very special day. My daughter turns six years old today. She is a very bright, smart, and beautiful young girl learning remotely, but doing very well. I love my daughter very much. Although I'm not a big birthday person, it's a difficulty here in, in the Pazzioli household where uh, my wife is for big birthday parties and elaborate gifts, and dad is, it's just a birthday, it's another day, big deal. Because when you get older, you know, I mean, listen, I'm not Burgermeister Meister Burger where I'm, where I'm so like, ah, oh, uh, we do nothing. You get nothing. Of course, we're going to do something nice for my daughter. Uh, today, we're going to, you know, she's got birthday gifts. My, my wife has something set up upstairs right now with gifts and things like that. But you would think that it was more than a birthday. Uh, she had asked me previously uh, before the birthday, can I say, how much money can we spend on Presley's birthday? And I, you know, when she brings up things like that, I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean how much money can you spend on Presley's birthday? I'm like, I don't know, 50 bucks? And she's like, $50? What are we going to get with 50 bucks? I'm like, it's a fucking birthday. It's another day of the week. Why what, Why do people put an onus on birthdays like, like it matters? It's just another day. It's no different. It's another day to go to work and make a little cash and get closer to, I don't know, whatever you're working towards. Not, nothing stops on your birthday. The world doesn't stop. The coronavirus doesn't stop killing people on your birthday. If, if you think the coronavirus is a, is a killer, which apparently it is, as we're about to hit a spike. And we're going to talk about that today because something Aaron Rodgers said, uh, the uh, Green Bay Packers quarterback, which I actually want to talk about. And I want to talk about the Florida governor that's putting in some new laws in Florida that are related to coronavirus. But anyways, right back to birthdays. I just don't see the big deal about birthdays. It really is just another day. And I think it's completely unfair that you pick another man's pocket. right? Not, not mine. I mean, it's my kid. So I will buy her something. Of course, we already got her something. And Presley's great. I mean, I love my daughter. So it has nothing to do with my daughter. Nothing at all. I just think it's ridiculous that the way we show affection in the United States is that we buy things for our kids. And if we don't buy things for our kids, we don't love them. I think love for our kids is trying to teach them how to be respectful, trying to teach them how to work hard, trying to teach them how to be meaningful citizens of this great country and be good people to think for themselves and be educated. That's the true gift, giving them a life, taking care of them for the first 18 years of their life or maybe longer because, as you know, I believe you're not an adult till you're at least 25 might even be 30. We're so far behind with some of these kids. But I'm, I mean, I love my daughter. And of course, it's great. I can't wait to be home. I, I I asked, I said, hey, could you guys not open the presents till I get home? I want to be there for that. I care about my daughter. But I, I don't want to give her that false sense of birthday matters. Are, birthdays are a big deal. Because they're just not. It's just another day. And there's going to be a time in your life when birthdays don't matter. On my 21st birthday, I worked. Most people go out, they party. Now, I, did I have a 21st birthday thing? Sure, a couple of days later, but, but, I, but I worked. 
I was at work. I'll never forget it. It was uh, whatever year it was, December 3rd. It was uh, the, there was the station. No, it wasn't the station fire. There was a fire in Worcester. It, it was that big warehouse fire in Worcester. And I was working at WRKO covering the story. And back, not like I was in fucking Worcester. I met, I met like I was doing uh, producing and all that shit back, back overnight. I mean, because it happened overnight. It happened from into my 21st birthday the next day. So I was working that, that shift. I was at work. I mean, no big deal. I didn't miss out. I, I went out the next few days and I had a, a happy 21st. No biggie. I just think that people get like my daughter last night. She was so upset that if she had peed the bed that we were going to cancel her birthday. And I'm, I'm like, hon, I'm like, baby, hun, you know, sweetie, you have to calm down. We're not going to cancel your birthday. But then I try to explain to her. I'm like, you know, birthdays aren't, aren't the end all be all. Birthdays are just... I, I don't know. It just drives me nuts. Like, like where people, it's like, you know, people think it's their fucking birthday month. It's their birthday week. They need to get special treatment from me on, on your birthday. I'm like, I treat you special 365 days a year. I work my ass off for you all the time. That's my special treatment. Here's some special treatment. You got my ass working for you all the time because I care about you and I love you and I'm always here for you just because I don't I don't go above and beyond on your birthday doesn't mean I don't care about you just that's just who I am I'm here all the time I'm not a holiday dad I'm not a holiday husband I'm an everyday husband 365 days a year I'm right here solid dude always and people want you to Step up. They want big, extravagant. I mean, I'll never forget my brother Stan. So my, my brother Stan is someone who, for some reason, feels like he deserves to have uh, big parties. When my brother Stan turned 40, this was a few years ago, we threw a surprise birthday party for him at King's. It's a, <clears throat> you know, remember when you could go out and have gatherings and you could bowl with like 30 other people and you could drink and socialize and eat appies. <clears throat> so I put it together. And I paid for most of it. And I never forget what he said. I mean, it was a pretty good event. And my, my brother says to me, he's like, oh, this was good. But I, I expect it to be much bigger for my 50th. I, I wanted to punch him in his fucking face. I'm like, what? What the hell are you talking about, bro? You're a grown-ass man. You want to have a birthday party? You want to have a... You want to stay, like, here, I, I talk about this shit all the time. First off, you know what, you know what my dad did for me? So when uh, my brother Stan turned 30, my father had a birthday party for him, right? He had, he had a, and it was at a Chinese restaurant in Malden. There's a lot of people there. Great. No big deal. My father, and, and my dad wasn't that type of guy. My father, never, birthdays to my father were just like they are to me. It's like, what? You're fucking, I'm supposed to get you something because you just, you got a year older. It's an, it's another day. Great. Uh, how about, how about I took care of you your entire life? Where the fuck's my gift? Right? So he throws his party for my brother Stan and it was, it was a good time. Great. Years later. You know, maybe through, I think my brother Stan might be two or three years older than me. I probably told this story before. It's my 30th birthday. Now, at the time, where am I living now? I, I think I'm, I'm in Attleboro, right? So I, I'm, I'm living in Attleboro and I'm, and I'm living, I'm living by myself. I'm, it's me. I'm divorced. My son is, uh, I get, I have no Joe half the time. So, you know, maybe he might have been with me or maybe it was a day where he wasn't. My father calls me and I, I, you know, whatever. He, he, I pick up the phone. My dad's like, he called me aunt. He's like, aunt. I'm like, hey, dad. He goes, happy birthday. This is not my 30th birthday. It was happy birthday. I said, thanks. That's it. Dude hung up the phone. Click. See you later. Bye. Fucking big deal. 
You're 30. What? What? You want me to fucking go go to the poorhouse? You want me to big, throw you big ass parties? My dad wasn't that type of guy, and I didn't give a shit. I didn't care. I was like, yeah, no big deal. I thought it was nice that the guy called and said happy birthday. I'm grown. If I fucking want something, I'll buy it. I work, I work hard for it. I guess the way I feel about it is I don't like to put people out. I feel bad when people do things for me because I, I, I know that they care about you. And they're like, hey, listen, we care about you. We want to do something nice for you. But it makes me feel bad like I'm putting them in a tough position. And I don't think other people should do that to you. And I try to teach my kids that. Yes, I'm, I'm not the Grinch. I want my daughter to have a nice day today. I love her. It's her birthday. So happy birthday, Presley. It, you're, you're six years old, which I, I thank God you're, I don't know, 12, uh, 15 years away from living on your own and taking care of yourself and I don't have to provide for you. Great. But there is such pressure put on birthdays. To me, I, it's laughable. It's, it, and, it, and, it, and it's in the workplace where people are at the work like, no, it's my fucking birthday and I got to work. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. It's just another day. And on Saturday, when you're not working, go celebrate your birthday. And it's and here's whose fault it is. It's the parents. The parents put this on the kids. As the parents who had shitty birthdays and shitty parents feel like they they have to be a good parent. And they got to spend hundreds of dollars on their kid, but they don't pay their bills, which, which drives me nuts. So yesterday, Kaylee's like, you know, hey, how much money? Or it's a couple days ago. How much money? I was like, I'm like, fucking $50. We agreed on a hundred bucks. Not a lot of money. Now, Kaylee will spend some of her own money. Her grandmother will. Her grandfather will. My dad won't because he's fucking dead. (laughs) I can imagine my dad, how happy he is that he doesn't have to buy people shit for Christmas. That he doesn't. Like, listen, it's a terrible thing that my father's dead. But on the flip side, this dude's probably up in heaven like, "Mm -hmm." I don't have to buy any Christmas gifts. I don't have to pay a mortgage. I don't have a car payment. This dude's like, no more birthdays. I don't got to call Anthony, pretend like I like him. I don't have to fucking buy Stan shit, Mike shit. I'm saving all this loot and I'm good. Literally, I can imagine how happy my father is in death. Literally, the guy, he's probably up there right now saying, fuck, I should have died years ago. I, I can't believe I waited until I was 58 years old to die. But now I'm now he's, he's, he's like, this is glorious. All the money. And all the time, like, p- pretending like he gave a shit. Like, oh, I could, Easter, I could, I could see my dad counting the holidays out. Fucking Valentine's Day. What, I got to buy flowers? What, paying the mortgage isn't enough? I pay the electric bill. Now I got to buy flowers and chocolate. And I'm going to buy that stuff. And I'm still going to get bitched at. Fucking then Easter's going to come. And then, you know, I got to, I can't tell my kids the truth. That, yeah, I won't say it in case your kids are listening, but I, I, I can't tell my kids the truth, so the Easter Bunny's coming, and then fucking, you know, you got Jesus's fucking whatever, what, what, the, the, so you have candy and shit for Easter, but then you gotta buy your kids who don't go to fucking church Sunday clothes to go to church for the one day, the old man's just looking, he's got five kids, he's like, fuck, I'm out 600 bucks for this stupid shit, he's, he loves it. He's, he's probably dying and he's telling me, he's looking at the person saying, please, fucking God, just let me die. I don't have to buy this shit anymore. This is great. I could see him being happy about it. I really could. Eh? In a joking way, I could see my dad being happy that he doesn't have to deal with this crap. Honestly. And then people think that, that you're a scumbag on the birthday situation. They look at you and they're like, what the fuck is your problem? My, my, my problem is, yes. 
I, I do, I'm like, I'm like anybody else. Material things are cool, but they're not the best. They're, they're not the greatest. I, I would much rather, and I, and I don't know how I, I, I allowed myself to do this, but for years, I, I had an Xbox car and I never had car payments. And I enjoy not having a car payment. Car payments suck. I'd rather drive an S-Box, save the money. I'm, I'm someone that saves, save the money for when the car fucking breaks down or something to get it fixed and then try to drive it for, you know, two, three years. So like I have a, a, a truck, when I pay that thing off, I, I hope to drive it for another five years. I don't want to have a car payment. I, I hate having car payments. I don't need expensive things. And then when my birthday comes around and people ask me what I want for my birthday, I'm like, you don't have to get me anything. But other people feel guilty. They, this is people love using guilt to get you to do shit. It's like, bro, don't fucking guilt me. I don't care about your fucking kids. What are you? Oh, I gotta go to your kid's birthday party. You're gonna guilt me. I gotta get you something for your birthday. You're gonna fucking guilt the shit out of me. Well, the great thing is, I care about myself and I love myself and I respect myself. So your guilt means shit to me. Now, if you feel guilty enough that you have to get me something, that's your problem. But I'm telling you, I don't need anything. Don't get me anything. But if you're gonna get me something practical, so I don't have to buy it. What do I always do? I drink five-hour energies. Please buy them. They're the most expensive thing I buy. Buy those motherfuckers. Buy me some t-shirts. My neighbor's got this t-shirt right here my neighbor bought me. I love it. Buy them up. Buy me some t-shirts. Buy me some underwear. Buy me some socks. Dad's happy. Honestly, you know what it would make dad really happy? Is if on my birthday, if you wanted to get me something, you passed me an electric bill that was paid. You were like, hey, look. We picked up the electric bill. We picked up the gas bill. We paid the mortgage. We paid your car payment. We paid for the cable. Bro, it'd be a glorious day to wake up and have had a bill paid instead of had a birthday gift bought with my own fucking money. Do you get what like, like I go to work and then they're like, oh, happy birthday. Here's this gift that, you know, I put time and effort into buying for you. Fuck you. I put the time and effort into buying it. I did the work. I produced the money. I just didn't go to the store. And now that I don't even need to go to the store, I just go to Amazon and buy it. Get the fuck out of here. Birthday gift. So, I'm happy for my daughter. We're going to do something. I mean, really, right now, if you went upstairs, there's a nice elaborate thing set up for her with gifts and all sorts of great stuff. But you would think it was much more than a birthday. You would, I, I'm like, I, I, I got up and I looked and I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is, it isn't Christmas. And, and don't even get me started on Christmas. Because as a kid, when it was Christmas, it was like five boys. It was like, hey, we're getting one He-Man and we're going to share it. We're going to get, we, 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 you're going to get the Nintendo and you guys got to split it. Like, that's it. We're going to put it in the one room and you guys got to have equal share time. And there was no equal share time because I was the fucking king of the house. So fuck you. I'd have beat everybody's ass. I got to play it all the time. My brother Stan was a father. I'd be like, bro, get out of here. Well, we'd gang up on him beat him out, and then I would play, and then Mike and Jesse get pissed, it wasn't until Mike got older, where he could kick my ass, so I, I ruled the roost, but that's that's just how it is, it's, we, we're building a generation of fucking kids that think that, like, when I'm 50, so I, I can imagine this, I'm gonna be 50 years old, right, in 10 years, or not 10 years, uh, Eight years, so let's say what's eight and six, guys. My daughter's gonna be fourteen, and she's gonna be looking at me like for some big elaborate birthday party. I'm gonna say, "Yo, get a fucking job. You want a birthday? Get out of here." What are we supposed to go poor to make our kids happy, especially in the middle of a pandemic? What am I like? Oh, hey, let's throw a big like last year we had a big birthday party, and I still haven't bitched. I still haven't stopped bitching about it. 
It was like a $500 birthday party at the movie theaters. And I went bonkers about it. I just, I bitched up and down. And I, and I brought it up the other day. She's like, I'm like, yeah, we ain't spending that kind of money. You're fucking nuts. I'm like 50 bucks. Go get her. She likes the little Hatchimals. I'm like, go get her some Hatchimals. That's it. Done. Wrap them up. She's not going to know the difference. She's six years old. She's going to think it's the greatest thing on the fucking planet. We'll get her a goddamn, uh, uh, she wants a cheesecake, which I think is bullshit. Anytime a kid says they want cheesecake, I'm like, yeah, cheesecake. My fucking six-year-old daughter wants a cheesecake. Sounds like mom wants a cheesecake. Or it sounds like grandma wants a cheesecake. How about we get a good old-fashioned fucking ice cream cake? Because everybody likes ice cream cake. We could get into that, bro. Let me tell you. We, we could we could get into cakes for birthdays. If you're getting anything other than an ice cream cake for a birthday party, you're an asshole. Why? Because it's a two-for-one killer. You don't have to get a cake and ice cream. You just get the fucking cake and it is ice cream. Get it? You save money that way. You don't have to buy a jug of fucking ice cream and then a cake. You just buy a cake that is ice cream and you're done. Simple. Cake that is fucking ice cream. It's over. You buy one everybody's happy, and if your ass doesn't like ice cream, then you're un-American. Like, if you don't like ice cream, beat it. People are like, oh, I don't like ice cream cake. Do, do you like ice cream? Do, do you fucking like ice cream? Oh, you do? Then you like ice cream cake. Well, it's 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 the Oreo crust shit. Well, shut the fuck up. Then don't buy. Beat it. I'm paying for it. We have an ice cream cake. That's what we're getting. A fucking cheesecake on a fucking cheesecake. Like, my daughter's fucking 50 years old. Like, oh, I want some fucking cheesecake. I don't even think she knows what cheesecake is. She probably, I could picture my wife being like, hey, honey, you want cheesecake? I bet you my six-year-old daughter thinks cheesecake is a big wheel, a big hunk, a hanker for a hunk of fucking cheese. I bet you she think it is a big-ass hunk of cheese, and that she'd probably eat that. Fuck, she's sitting there like, oh, this is great. I'm going to get a big hunk of cheese. Kids love cheese. American cheese. They love it. I still love it. I can just picture my daughter being like, I can't wait to get my big ass hunk of cheese. And then when it comes and it's not a big fucking wheel of cheese, she's going to be disappointed. She's going to be like, oh, what the hell is this? She, in her head, she's picturing six candles and a big hunk of American cheese that she's going to take a bite out of. And then she's going to get some shitty ass tasting tot weird thing from God knows where, take a bite of it and be like, I'm fucking six. What is this shit? Where's my ice cream cake? And where the hell is my fucking hunk of cheese? But, anyways, just to move on from the birthday thing. As you know, I, I think birthdays are another day. I, I, I can't stand listening to people talk about their birthdays, their birthday weeks, the celebrations they're doing on their birthdays, the, the, the pressure that they put on other people to buy them shit for their birthday. I hate it. I can't stand it. And I'm not a miserable person. I like to party. I like to have a good, I like to have a good time. I like to chill. But I just think it's ridiculous that the expectations that parents put on people and put on their kids, like birthdays are something special. Because the world doesn't give a fuck. That's the bottom line. The world does not stop for your birthday. Work does not stop for your birthday. Nothing does. People die on your birthday. People work on your birthday. Car accidents happen on your birthday. The world continues. You still need to go grocery shopping. The mortgage company doesn't say, oh, it's their birthday. Let's, let's give them a break. The electric bill needs to still be paid. The cable will get turned off on your birthday if you don't pay that shit. Birthdays are just another day. And kids need to be taught that, yes, it is nice to celebrate and say, hey, congratulations for doing shit. 
this entire year. But since you are one year older, I'm going to hook your ass up with hard-earned money, which as you guys know how I feel about hard-earned money, let's say I make 30 bucks an hour and I have to buy my daughter a gift to the sum of 60, but I agreed to $100. So you do the math. That is uh, one, two, three hours uh, and then another 10 bucks. So what's that? Three, three and one third hours. So three hours and 15 minutes. Right? Is it 15? Well, not to be a little bit less than 15. But we'll just call it 3 hours and 15 minutes. 3 hours and 15 minutes of my life are gone now for a birthday gift. 300, 3 hours of my life, completely poof, gone of my hard work to buy my daughter a gift. But I, listen, I'll happily give my life for my daughter. So I'm not, I, it, it's an okay thing. But I don't want her to have that expectation that birthdays mean something. They just don't. They really don't. In the grand scheme of life, and if people think they think that I'm miserable, I'm not. I'm just honest. Do you think your boss gives a flying fuck if it's your birthday? You think the manager, wherever you're working, is like, ah, oh, you know what they do? They dread it. They they, they mocked it on their calendar. Like, oh great, it's it's fucking Susie's birthday, and Susie's gonna want off Saturday, so I gotta find somebody for this. Is the previous? She wants the whole fucking week off, so I gotta find it's Susie's birthday week, and I gotta find someone to work for because Susie don't give a shit. Nobody cares. They don't care. But whatever. Upstairs is looking good. My daughter's going to wake up. I, I'm going to be leaving because I got to go to work. Um, all right. There, there are a couple things I want to get into. Uh, shit, I forgot to tell everybody. Well, it doesn't matter. This is Spazzing Out, America's podcast. I, I get so caught up in spilt milk. What What is spilt milk? Things that are happening in my household that take away from everything else that's going on in the world. Spilt milk is, is quite frankly, your neighbor... It just died or, or someone just shot your neighbor. You heard the gun fire and the shots ring out and the neighbor's bleeding out. But yet it's your daughter's birthday. So you don't give a flying fuck that the guy's bleeding out. People are like, oh my God, help. And I, I open up the window. I'm like, shut up. It's my daughter's birthday. I got to deal with this. Or, you know, there's dog shit on the ground. Sorry, I got to pick up the dog shit. You're going to have to bleed out, bro. It takes away from everything else that's going on in the world because you're focused on you. You're focused on your family, and family shit always, always supersedes what's going on because it, it's a pain for you that you need to alleviate immediately. You, you, you immediately need to deal with the household shit because if you don't, it, it's a, it's a. It, it, someone just said you'd let them bleed out. Come on, it, I'm being fucking facetious. It's just one of those things where you pay attention to what's going on in your own household, and you don't pay attention to other people. All right. Uh, why don't we just, I, I have things that I want to talk about. I guess we're going to have to get to most of this crap tomorrow. Well, one thing that I do want to want to um, mention is I, I'd like to do the daily update for you guys, the, for the Trump people, for, for the, the, the I, you know, because as you guys know, I, I, I voted for Trump, but in my opinion, it's not going to work out. I Most recounts get maybe 100, 200, 300, in the hundreds. They don't get in the thousands. All these states that Joe Biden is up and he's up over 10,000 or more. So the likely that a recount would help is not going to work here. Here is the, the latest update on the election and the path to, to some kind of a victory for Trump, which I believe is not going to happen. I, I believe at this point I'm fine with Trump going to court, let him have his day in court. After that, let's have a peaceful transition and move on. But for the sake of the people that do still think there is a shot, I'm going to tell you the path. Uh, to victory. At this current point, President Trump 
has to work hard and has to litigate to make sure that three of these swing states, mainly he really needs to make sure uh, Pennsylvania and two other states, you pick them, out of the swing states, do not certify their election results. If they certify their election results per federal law, not per the Constitution, nowhere in the Constitution does it have anything or say anything about states certifying their election results. Per federal law, though, um, the states must certify their election results by December 8th. Now, some states have their own local law that say they need to do it sooner. These certifications are coming down in the next month. If the certifications come through, it's it's basically go fuck off Trump. Now, once they're certified, what happens is most states are winner-take-all states, meaning that they are by law, by state law, obligated to select electors, the electoral college people, that go in favor with the popular vote. So, if you block the certification and... That that holds up, if, if he's able to block certifications in some states, that will hold up the electing of the electorate, of the electors, of these electoral college people, and give more time to, to, to do something, to find fraud or to recount. But listen, the fraud and the recount shit, it's not going to work. It's just not. There, there may be fraud. It may be rampant. We may all know it. But it's, it's not going to work. So you need to move on from that. It's just... But again, if you wanted more time, the way to do it is he'd have to success, he'd have to sue to stop the certifications. Here is a more likely scenario. If you people gave more, gave, you know, if you people wanted to push here in Massachusetts, it's it's moot. Like it matters, we're not involved in this. You have the six swing states that are all uh, the contested states. Like I said, Pennsylvania and two other. We'll just say Pennsylvania. Let's say Trump just focuses on Pennsylvania. Georgia, and um, I, I don't know, fucking Arizona, right? Or Nevada, because they're, they're, they're Republican states, they have Republican legislators, right? So he, let's say he focuses on some states that have Republican legislators. This would be the best path to victory. In the Constitution, it, it's, it says that the state legislators will pick their electors. So whoever is in power in a state that has the, you know, it, it's state legislators are just like the government legislators. Say in the state, you have a house and you have a Senate. So let's say in Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Nevada, they were the, the majority were Republicans. They could decide to say, fuck you to their state law. State law does not supersede constitutional law. Nothing supersedes constitutional law. Okay, you, you hear what I'm saying? What I'm saying is in the Constitution, it says the legislator, leg, however you say it, if I'm saying it right, they pick who the electors are, who decides the electoral college. They get to pick. So they could, in fact, go against their state law and pick a, a group of electors that would elect and give their electoral votes to President Trump. That would be the only way here, path to victory. Now, that would be against their state law. So what would have to happen there is the state would say, no, it is our state law that we're a winner state all, a winner take all. Unfortunately, you have to pick an electorate that is going to vote for Biden. Then the Republicans sue and it would sure, and it's never been contested, at least to my knowledge, in the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court would ultimately decide, and this would be a big ass decision, they would ultimately decide 
that it's unconstitutional for a state to mandate that the popular vote get to pick who the president is because we have an electoral college system per the United States Constitution. And in the Constitution, it states that the state legislator picks the electors. It picks the people who vote for the president. Now, each state has 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 electors or an electoral college number equal to their representatives in Congress. Congress made up of House of Representatives and Senate. So if you were Massachusetts, you'd have nine, 11, I believe. So we, I think we have nine House of Representatives and, and two senators. But Mass is out of this. So the best way, and I'm just explaining this to you guys so you know, but it, it's never going to fucking happen. It's just not going to happen. There, there, there has been no sign that the legislator in Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, um, Arizona, Nevada, none of these states have come out with, with, with their Republican-led legislators that said, hey, we're going to supersede our state law and we're going to fucking vote for Trump. So there's none of that talk has happened. It, it would have to happen and they'd have to get on it now because, you know, you're looking at the 14th of December when they do it. So then they would have to go against state law put all their votes towards Trump, then state law and state court would say, nope, you can't do that. Then it would get bumped up through federal court up to the Supreme Court, and then ultimately Supreme Court would have to say, and I mean, it's clear as hell, there, there is no provision in the United States Constitution, no amendment or anything that states that the, that, 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 that the state can have a law forcing a winner-takes-all situation. They don't. States just do it. It's never been challenged in the Supreme Court. And if it gets challenged, you could be sure as hell that it'll go right back to what it's supposed to be, which is, hey, the, the legislator, they pick. They pick the Electoral College and they decide who the president is. It's just how the way it is. Um, but they're not going to do it. Why? Because they'll get voted out. So if you're, if you're a Republican uh, legislator in and and, and Pennsylvania, Georgia, one of the swing states, you're never going to challenge what the people said because they'll vote your ass out. They don't have the nuts to do it. But that's really the only way to change it. That that that's what you're looking at. I wanted to just get that out to you guys. Listen, tomorrow we'll cover term limits. Someone had a question about term limits. I want to talk about term limits and how you would change that. We I, we got to talk about the murder hornets. Aaron Rodgers had had something going on. Um, I want to say something about Macy's. Oh my God, we have got to talk tomorrow. You know what? I'll probably do the whole program on this, or at least half. We have got to talk about this stay-at-home tax that some people are floating. So because you go to because you stay home now, you're not out spending the money you would normally spend if you went to the office, you know, commuting money, buying the gas or stuff that they, they want to tax you for staying home to, to provide revenues towards towards the places that wouldn't, you know, infrastructures that wouldn't get this money. It's it's fucking insane. Listen, thank you so much for listening to America's podcast. Happy birthday to my beautiful daughter, Presley. Honey, I love you. You're, you are what do I always say, sweetie? Who's my number one? You're my number one. You are. I love you more than anybody. I more than myself. And that's huh, that's that's fucking tough. I, I nobody loves daddy more than daddy. And, and I love you. All right, guys. Have a good day.